Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I talk to Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. We reflect on 2021 and look ahead to 2022. Plus, we talk to owner and president of AEW, Tony Khan, right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Do Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, joins us here on Busted Open. Doctor, thank you so much for the time this morning. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Because this is important, Doctor. We needed to have you on the show this morning because Tommy and I are talking about top 10 matches and top 10 moments of 2021. Uh, My number one match for 2021, the unsanctioned match between you and Thunder Rosa um, uh, at St. Patrick's Day Slam. Uh, Just talk about that match, what it meant for you, what it meant for your career and do you truly believe that it was the best match of 2021? I, of course. I mean, I'm hella biased, but of course I believe that. And it's not, it's not because it was just a great match or it had, you know, cool, cool stuff or even the fact that it had like the hardcore elements to it, but it just built such a strong foundation for the women's division. It added legitimacy to the women's division that was just so under fire and to say not only it was the best match of our women's division or of women's wrestling, but of all of wrestling, I mean, that's pretty freaking cool. That's something you, like, dream of your whole life is, like, having a match that people talk about. So to accomplish that this year, and, and in my opinion, I'm still pretty early in my career, so it, it just really hyped me up to, to keep going. And, you know, it, it makes, makes me really excited for professional wrestling and the future of women's wrestling in general. Do you have, besides your own match that we just talked about, do you have a favorite match of 2021 uh, that you got to witness, maybe that you weren't a part of? Because we put together a top 10 list and all the nations tweeting all their lists. And, I mean, the majority are all coming from AEW, but you also have a great seat because you're there live. Do you have, like, a favorite moment or a match that happened? So um, this is going to be weird for you guys, but I have a match that was that was special to me for many reasons. Um, 
and it's not mine, so just hold it up before you say I'm, like, too arrogant. But when we were in Pittsburgh, everybody there was saying, oh, my gosh, this city is so brutal. Like, we hate coming to Pittsburgh. The fans suck. And I took that, like, as a personal attack. I'm like, what? No, Pittsburgh, like, shows up. And the Kenny Omega Christian match that happened that it was a great match, but the fans were absolutely like rabbit. They were insane for this match. And it made me so excited to just tell everybody, see the fans will come when you, when you give them what they want. And that, that proved that because it wasn't me. It wasn't the home, the hometown chick getting the great reaction. Like the place came unglued when Christian won the impact title. So for me, that was a really cool moment because that's my city. So to prove that they, you know, they will, they they will, like I said, they will come for you if you give them what they want. Uh, that's my number two match uh, of all for 2022. I mean, 2021, I was there live. And like you said, it was a great match. And whoever said Pittsburgh sucks, uh, that's because they ain't over. Because when you're over, uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh comes out for you. And I've, I've had a great relationship with the uh, fans of Pittsburgh and man, the, they are a great diehard wrestling town. They they you know, really truly are, and across all all like I've been to NXT matches in Pittsburgh and Ring of Honor, and I've always heard them absolutely great. So I don't know who thinks you know must be somebody on the on the other side that doesn't like Pittsburgh because AEW are big Pittsburgh people now. Not over jobbers. Continue. Uh, well, no, but but I think in a lot of ways, 2021 rewrote the rules, right? Because we sure. just saw an hour-long match between Brian Danielson and Hangman Page where the last segment of that match did over a million fans watching. And at a time when people said, you know, fans can't watch an hour-long match. They don't have the attention span for an hour-long match yet. Uh, the, I think the AEW fans proved everybody wrong. But, but Doctor, I want to go back to this match. Uh, because it is my number one match for 2021. And there's so much to say about this match. I think the biggest compliment I can give is, and I've mentioned this on the show before, um, my brother had not watched wrestling since 1984. And okay. he was going with me to Jer Jersey and Newark in September when AEW came to, to the Prudential Center. So kind of a, of a way to get him acclimated back to pro wrestling. I played that match between you and Thunder Rosa uh, from, from March, that unsanctioned match. And I think as a reintroduction to pro wrestling, I thought that was the perfect match to show because it had everything. That match had an ingredient of everything that you want to show somebody and a great story that you told in the ring. Before that match... Did you think you were going to be doing something that was going to be remembered? Did you think you were going to be doing something that was really going to take your career to the next level? Um, not, not to the extent that it did. I mean, obviously you always want to have a great match and then just the pressure and the expectations of the first ever women's main event on Dynamite. And, and you know, a lot of people wanted that match to fail just because – the nature of professional wrestling and fans and I like this this show and and not that show there there were some people that were were unfortunately waiting for that match to not be good and not only was it was it the opposite of that it it turned a lot of people the other way saying hey wow AEW women like they they really have something special there you just have to give them a chance and I just think that that to me is the most important thing that it was finally something 
positive and something everybody was really excited about regarding AEW women. And, and as far as the storytelling goes, I mean, that that a lot of that is Tony Khan because he's, he's just a mastermind, evil genius with with how he kind of watches the fans and their reactions to everything and and build build his stories based on that because this this feud with Thunder Rosa could have lasted a month or or it could have went you know like the full six months or so that it did and it was because the fans were so invested and because Tony listens to those fans. I agree. And I wouldn't say evil genius. Trust me, I've worked with some evil geniuses before. Let's say a good genius or an idiot yeah, savant I, I, I love know. of I professional wrestling. Because he's, he made me wrestle uh, Riho on Black Friday. Uh, so uh, I don't know. Personal we'll heat. We have our own it. opinions. I hear you. Uh, yeah. One other thing, too, and this is where I give you and Thunder Rosa so much credit. And obviously, we talked about this in the show today where. Uh, the first part of 2021, there were no fans in attendance. You know, uh, the fans for that match was the AEW roster, right? Were, yep. were there. Yep. Um, and Tommy was talking about it's hard to kick it into that next gear when there's no fans. I mean, there you are yeah. in a venue where, you know, 95% of the venue is completely empty. How difficult was, the, was it to get that physical in that match without being the having the benefit of fans in attendance and not only that when we're in when we're in jacksonville people forget that we are outside and jacksonville can be really really hot or it can be absolutely freezing so in march you know it's not it's not ideal when it's it's cold outside granted we were, were just thankful to be able to wrestle anywhere so because we did have the outdoor arena that's why we were we were allowed to do so much that we could during the pandemic but um i, I you know that that's a part that will always kind of break my heart is that that match had no fans present um, just because fans are the heart and soul of professional wrestling. And that's something that I really dialed in on when this last year was like really trying to connect with the fans, you know, whether they love me and, and hate me a lot, most hate me, which is fine. But um, it's, it's just something that I, at first I was really sad about, but then I just kind of channeled that energy into thinking, you know what, that's what kind of makes this so special is that this match got that the reaction that it did with no fans you know there there weren't 20,000 people on their feet at the end of the match it was when you know when we walked back to the curtain it was our own roster so I think that it's its own special you know special little check mark is that this this had no fans and it was still what it was well the beauty of it too is you can always go back to it I say the next time (laughs) we're in Pittsburgh come on now well, if she needs to work her way up the rankings, I don't have anything to do with that. Wow. This I is mean, true. I mean, uh, Thunder Rosa and I are now best friends. Uh, so our relationship has changed over the last yeah, year. Yeah, I course- can't even, like, I am so out of the loop with your weird relationship. I'm, I stopped paying attention <laughs> that a while ago because I, I couldn't keep up. You know, well, it all started, the hatred started with me wearing your T-shirt. So that started the entire feud with Thunder Rosa and I. Well, you you and half of America, honestly. Was she going to hate everybody that bought a best-selling T-shirt? It's a, it's a great point. Now, speaking of T-shirts, um, when we talk about pro wrestling, we talk about matches, we talk about moments, and we talk about iconic images as well. You know, Superfly snuck on at the top of the cage against Don Morocco at the Garden. You know, Stone Cold uh, in the sharpshooter from Bret Hart. And then that crimson mask that you had on your face during that night and that match. I mean, 
how does it feel to be a part of like an image that we see over and over again? Uh, you know, think about that image and that iconic image that 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 was displayed that day. I mean, even to just hear my name in the same sentence as the wrestlers you just said, like with, as far as an iconic image, that's pretty cool because that's something that I honestly never really fathomed to be possible. But it's it's something that every like I just I got shown my my new bloody action figure. Every time I see something related to that match and the bloody face again, it's like I have to step back and it's like a pinch me moment because it's just so cool. It's surreal. You don't you don't expect that as a wrestler. I, I think it's kind of like all, especially like the independent wrestlers when we we just you know we're grinding on the indies. We just want to have these these good matches and these good moments. But when you have something to that that level that extent, it's all, all I can be is, is thankful, really, that everybody appreciated the match for what it was and appreciated what uh, we put ourselves through for that. Absolutely. And, Britt, uh, you know, you have already cemented your legacy, though there's bigger, better things to come. But I get reminded of things that I had done in the original ECW, getting caned, um, or all these matches that you've had when you're out there. They are special to us, but they're even more special to the fans. And you'll be reminded of that moment for the rest of your career, which is why what we do is beautiful. Um, I got two questions for you. Number one, we got tonight the semifinals. Uh, is there anyone that you think is going to win this whole tournament? And also speaking about weird relationships, you and Tony Schiavone tonight are throwing a Christmas party. So tell me about it. Um, regarding the other tournament, I, I do not give a damn who wins because I don't care. It's not Jamie Hayter. So I don't care. I'm not, I'm not even going to watch it. Honestly, I don't care. Um, none of those, none of those females are Dr. Baker DMD and none of them are Jamie Hayter. So it's an afterthought for me personally. Um, and, and, but on to bigger and better things, our Christmas party is going to be a blast. Everybody tune in, have a, a few things to say, a few things to get off my chest per usual, uh, but it's going to be a great time. We got a night. We got a great setup for the Christmas party. Nice. Yeah, I, 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 I can't wait to watch again. Uh, AEW Dynamite tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time on TNT. Tony Schiavone hates me. Tommy, I don't know if you heard his comments on Dark Elevation about me. Um, he called me a son of a bitch on uh, Dark Elevation, Tommy. So I don't know why. He's a, like a, one of my mentors. I love Tony Schiavone, but he hates me. But irregardless, I'm going to be watching tonight on Dynamite, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on TNT. Uh, one last thing, Doctor, on the match that I called the match of the year, 2021. Uh, I want to talk about the praise you got, not just from me, but from so many of your contemporaries and so many legends. Uh, you know, even people from outside the world, of AEW, Drew McIntyre praising that match, uh, a Trish Stratus, uh, a legend praising that match. What was it like for you to hear these legends come out and praise that match in your performance? It it like it literally kind of like takes the wind out of you a second because it's so cool to see like the people you watch and the people that inspired you now telling you that they're inspired by you. It's like I said, it's something that it's everybody's dream really is to be accepted by their peers in wrestling. It's awesome when, when the fans like what you're doing, but when, you know, former legends and people that, that really laid the groundwork are telling you, Hey, you're doing a good job. That's pretty freaking cool. And that's something that like nobody can ever take away from you. 
you, anybody can say what they want, but Trish and Lena said that that match was awesome. So hey, I don't, I don't, I'm good. I don't care what anyone else says. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's it's awesome. Uh, seriously, congratulations on all your success. Congratulations on an amazing 2021. By the look looks of things, we're probably going to be speaking your name at the end of 2022 as well. Don't forget AEW Dynamite tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time on TNT. Doctor, thank you so much for the time. As always, thank you for being a friend of the show, and we appreciate you coming on this morning. Hey, thank you, guys. Merry Christmas. Hey, everyone. It's Brad the Big Noise Evans from the Fantasy Fantasy Fast Fast Track. With the fantasy football season upon us, catch me and Brandon Funbuns Funston every week as we sprint through a variety of fantasy football topics, including waivers, trade targets, sleepers, plus, and more. Get that first place medal is what you're after. We've got the information to help you make it happen. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Let's bring in owner and president of All Elite Wrestling, Mr. Tony Khan. Tony, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, Dave. Thank you very much for having me on. I'm excited about the Holiday Bash tonight. I think the Holiday Bash tonight is going to be one of the best episodes of television we've had all year. The card is tremendous. There are going to be some big announcements, and uh, I think it'll be a really, really fitting way to go into the holidays. And it's crazy. I mean, we've had this run. It's been a few years now of Dynamite every week on TNT, and now there's only a couple episodes of Dynamite left on TNT before we make this huge move to TBS. So I'm going to blow it out in a major way, and we're going to have two last amazing dynamites on TNT, the Holiday Bash tonight and New Year's Smash next week. Uh, And it all starts with this great card tonight. Uh, You mentioned um, CM Punk's debut in AEW at the first dance, uh, and it's incredible. He's going to team up for the first time ever tonight with Sting, and Darby Allen, uh, it's going to be an amazing match. And, and not only are you going to get to see those three teaming up, but it's a dream match to see Darby Allen, Sting, and CM Punk teaming up against MJF and FTR at a time when CM Punk and MJF is one of the hottest issues in all of pro wrestling. Uh, it's a great main event for tonight's show. Absolutely. I'm looking at the card right now, and it's loaded. And when I tell you, uh, a feud that I have so gotten highly invested in is Orange, Cassidy, and Adam Cole for the diverseness, but I, I'm watching it. And like I told you last time I spoke to you, I called Beulah down to like 
try to see her reaction. And when she's laughing or like this guy is so unique and I'm talking about Orange Cassidy, I just watched the Rampage match and just the whole everything he does and that whole gimmick is just pure genius. And the fact that these two guys are going to have a singles match tonight, uh, I'm so invested in it for just different reasons because I know I'm going to be so thoroughly entertained. Well, I really appreciate that, Tom. I think there's so much exciting, uh, exciting things happening around this this story. I mean, when you have the return of Trent last week on Rampage, that eight man tag was such a great match, and it was such a great way for Trent to return after the long layoff. Yes. And it was really great for him to get that that win in his comeback. And now I think Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy tonight in a singles match. Uh, it's one of the biggest matches we can put out there, and it's just such a loaded card tonight when you have uh, matches like Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy, that huge trios match uh, that I was just talking about with Sting, CM Punk, and Darby Allin versus NJF and FTR, uh, and the TBS tournament semifinal, Nyla Rose versus Ruby Soho, uh, another huge match there. Of course, we're down to the final four competitors in the TBS Championship Tournament, uh, Nyla Rose and Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho, the only one left in this final four who did not get a first-round bye, so she's fought her way through the wild-card round. And this is going to be an awesome match. Uh, it's just such a, a stacked card, and I think we, as we go through it, absolutely, Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole is one of the most exciting things on this show tonight. Uh, there's also going to be some huge announcements on the show tonight. Uh, we've talked a little bit about a few of them to preview them, and there's going to be some stuff that it's also just going to come right out of left field. And I just think, you know, I, I, I totally agree with what you and Beulah said about Orange and Adam Cole, that, uh, you know, this really these matches, I think tonight, not only can these guys go out there and entertain a crowd, but both of these guys can wrestle. And I just expect a lot of great wrestling tonight. And uh, I, I have a feeling this will be one of the strongest shows we've done all year. And I know that it's a tricky week for TV. I mean, look, Christmas week, wrestling may not be the very first thing on people's minds. It is traditionally a really good week for pro wrestling, uh, Christmas week, because, you know, there are people home. Uh, for For whatever reason, I think a lot of us have – around the holiday season, we think about wrestling more and get excited about what's happening in the world of wrestling around the holidays. And this is a big week for us. You know, we've got the holiday bash tonight and then on Christmas night, we're coming back with a Christmas night rampage. So absolutely. We're trying to put our own stamp on the holiday season and tonight with such a massive card. And again, coming back Saturday night with a special Christmas rampage, uh, really trying to make, this the best action uh, of the holiday season what's happening in AEW for uh listeners and for wrestlers i don't think you know how hard it is to first of all run with your hands in your pocket do a nip up with your hands in your pocket or do a leapfrog i see people fail doing this on a weekly basis and here's this one athlete Orange Cassidy, who could do all those uh in front of thousands of people so hence why i promote that greatness of him because he is just you may look at him as a gimmick but he is a great athlete and I always say gimmicks are short-lived but 
gimmicks that can work will be around forever. And he's one of them. Absolutely. Uh, and that's really what got him over with me in the first place. And that's why he is a push wrestler in AEW. Uh, it's the gimmick is very entertaining and people love it. But the thing I really love about orange Cassidy is how great of a wrestler he is, what he really wants to try. And <laughs> it, it, it's what, uh, it's what really made me fall in love with orange Cassidy. Uh, I didn't understand it at first either. And I'll be the first to admit that, uh, the first time I ever really talked to him was after uh, a PWG show, I think. And I had really not gotten to know him very well. And I spent a lot of time with him and talking to him about, you know, how I saw the character and how I would want to see Orange Cassidy in AEW. And one thing I'm really proud of is if you're like an independent wrestling fan, then you probably would would know this or, or maybe looking back, this would make sense to you. The Orange Cassidy in AEW is very different from the independent Orange Cassidy from pre-AEW. Um, and what's really cool is at first he was pretty similar. Um, and really what I, I thought was great was building this transition uh, that really built up to Revolution 2020 where I didn't want him to really do much or do anything. And then he was going to have this match with Pac that would – really be where it all, all would be revealed that he's actually a great wrestler and he's actually going to try here. And that would be when he would reveal uh, himself to be a great athlete. And that was revolution 2020. And of course I thought that was uh, one of my favorite matches that year. And, and one of my favorite pay-per-views we've done. And since then he hasn't let up, you know, he doesn't bust out every move in every match, but I think tonight is one of those nights similar to revolution where He's going to try, and you're going to get a great Orange Cassidy wrestling match tonight, I believe. Uh, so I'm very excited about Orange versus Cole also. They are two of the most exciting wrestlers here for very different reasons, but also some similarities uh, because both of them can go. And I think that's what a lot of tonight's going to be about, a mix of great wrestling and you know big announcements and big moments. And again, that's uh, Dynamite Holiday Bash tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time on TNT and talking about Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy. You know, Tony, we opened up the phones today to hear from the fans about their favorite moments and matches of 2021. And one of our fans called up and said that his favorite moment of 2021 was the fact that, you know, the Owen Hart Foundation Cup tournament is coming to AEW and that relationship uh, with the Hart family. And you gave some details to us last week here on Busted Open. I know there's going to be more details announced as well, but man, Tony, I know this means a lot to you. It means a lot to the fans as well, uh, this tournament that's coming up. It means a lot, absolutely. This Owen Hart Cup tournament, I'm very excited about it. Uh, of course, we announced that there will be singles tournaments in the men's division and the women's division. And we want to build a prestigious cup for the Owen Hart tournament. And I believe that we can make this something like, a, like the great tournaments in sports, such as Wimbledon or the U S open where we held grand slam at the Arthur Ashe stadium, home of the U S open uh, where there's a men's champion and a women's champion. And I, similar to how our divisions are set up. And I think it'll be really a, a unique opportunity for two great wrestlers in AEW every year uh, to win a prestigious tournament and really to honor and memorialize such a special pro wrestler. And tonight on Dynamite, 
we've got a very special video that I'm really excited to show the world. We've got footage from Owen Hart's wrestling career and from his home life. The wrestling footage, a lot of it came from New Japan Pro Wrestling and Dr. Martha Hart's home library. And also, like I said, some films from their home life. And we've also got testimonials, really some great words from wrestlers across generations, wrestlers who've wrestled against Owen Hart and people who grew up idolizing Owen Hart. I just think it's going to be very, very special. And that's another one of the things I'm really excited about. You know, there's some things tonight uh, that the fans can look forward to that we've advertised like that. And then I think there's going to be some fun surprises tonight. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to tonight and Christmas night. Also, there's just so much happening in AEW between dynamite and rampage this week. And it's a, it's a really fun way for us to go into the holidays and, there's so many fans who really like AEW, which I take a lot of pride in because I'm a wrestling fan and I know how much it means for a fan to actually be invested in a company and care about what's happening with it, care about who the champions are. That's a huge commitment from a fan to make this a part of their life. And I've been there and I know what it takes and what it means to make wrestling a priority in your life. And it's huge. So I'm really thankful that fans care about AEW. And also, I just I want, I want them to keep caring about it. And uh, I know, like I said, this is kind of a tricky week with travel and people being with their families. And I want people to know the shows this week, the, the Holiday Bash Dynamite tonight and the Christmas Night Rampage on Saturday, that these are shows you can watch with your family or with your friends uh, or if you're at a holiday party. These are going to be fun to put on, I promise you. They will be good conversation starters and not the bad kind. And I have made many a wrestling fan in my life. And, you know, before uh, before we talked about it, like, uh, like it was always a bad thing, uh, the spreading of viruses, which is the last thing we want to do now, I used to joke about uh, that I spread the virus of pro wrestling around yep. and that pro wrestling really – so many people who I went to school with the first time they watched it or most of the pro wrestling they watched in high school and college was because I kind of forced them to do it. So uh, I know there's a lot of people out there that spread the love of pro wrestling and this week is a great week to do it. Uh, you know, if, if there's somebody uh, in your life that you're with this week that hasn't watched AEW, I promise the shows this week are going to be great and it would be a great time to try and make a new fan. Well, if you're uh, listening, uh, Tony has beyond over-delivered, because we're talking about moments when he's saying shocking and surprises and loaded shows to close out Dynamite. You've never uh, lied to your audience, which has always been key, and you've been super-duper honest with your audience. And I think, uh, and if you listen to, you're, you're literally, you're, you're you, you're Tony Khan. You're attending independent shows. I know about your ECW shows, but I've, you and I have literally sit in a car and talked about great matches or angles and all that stuff. And we love it. You know, we, we do. You've been a fan forever. I've been a fan forever. We're talking about, you know, families. I friggin' took a girl to see No Holds Barred in the movie theater. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> come on, cool. spreading professional wrestling. <laughs> but it's, great, it's a great thing to do. Watching Dark Elevation this week and hearing Ruby Soho and hearing Eddie Kingston, and you've been doing that a lot 
getting to hear them on the microphone, getting the chance to listen to them being a commentator. I think it's really added a, a, an element to Dark Elevation that makes me want to watch each and every week. That's awesome to hear. I really enjoy Dark Elevation. There's some great matches on the show. And absolutely getting to hear some of the great pro wrestlers trying out their hand at commentary. It's, it's really fun. Uh, it's one of my favorite aspects of the show, too. So I'm, I'm really glad to hear you say that's something you enjoy, Dave. No, it, it really is. And I think it's smart, too, because, you know, I think it just adds an element. And I don't know if a lot of fans know that it's happening. And it's a big reason to watch Dark Elevate. I think Tony Schiavone and, and Mark have great chemistry together. Uh, but hearing from, like, some of the top stars – being able to do commentary and seeing the difference. I, I I thought Eddie Kingston was tremendous. I didn't know he was so funny. And he I thought he I thought he nailed it on Dark Elevation this week. He was tremendous. Uh Eddie Eddie's a great commentator. Tony and Mark do have a tremendous rapport on that show. It's a really fun show to watch. And also I think you you know you get to watch people developing their commentary skills. Uh you know, pro wrestlers, uh, whether it's Mark or Eddie Kingston. Uh, again, you mentioned Ruby Soho, and a number of other people have gone on, including, you know, Paul White uh, has been a host on Dark Elevation. So it, it is absolutely a big part of it. And for a long time, Ricky Starks was one of the co-hosts of Dark, and now he is also a co-host of Rampage. So, uh, yeah, I think that's absolutely one of the great reasons to watch Elevation and Dark. And also just to get to see a lot of young upcoming wrestlers who really, you know, break through. There was before Dante Martin was on Rampage and Dynamite so often, he really was having great matches on Dark and Elevation to get him ready for that national T V stage. Um and speaking of Dante, what a great main event he had with MJF last week and it was a it was a crazy scene at the end of that match that really set the wheels in motion for this six man tag that we have tonight with MJF and FTR versus Sting and Darby Allen and CM Punk. Yeah, this is going to be tremendous tonight. Again, Dynamite Holiday Bash, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on TNT. Uh, we're getting closer to 2022 and the move to TBS, but enjoy it on TNT tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, AEW Dynamite Holiday Bash. Tony, thank you so much for the time, as always. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports podcast network the producer is gabby laspisa the associate producer is andre viola sound design by neri Bailon. special thanks to sirius xm senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting the legendary steve cohen and sirius xm fight nation program director mother marissa marissa rebus Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.